Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can feel it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments exactly everything that we do. Clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art to shock. Oh, with it. Keeping the beans on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city. Stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa reindeer. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned into the fix. Your source for faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Wake up, wake up. It's your boy DJ Focus checking in. And it's your girl Dice Gamble checking in. Like Focus said, wake up. Happy Monday, y'all. It's time to get it in. The weekend's over. I hope you got some rest. Okay? Then we back at it. Guess back who's back? back? We back at it, Dice. <laughs> Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. We we appreciate all the prayers. We appreciate uh, all the requests, the emails, the texts, the DMs. Uh, we were just overwhelmed. Listen, we just took a little break, y'all. You know, we you know I mean, we just need a little break. Um, God is doing some amazing things with me. Um, so I thank you guys for all the prayers. Um, God is just doing some amazing things with me. I'm just leaving it at that. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know if I even want to say everything He's doing just yet. I just want y'all to ride the journey with me. But just know that listen. Focus and the dice are back. All is well. Um, and like I said, I, I thank everybody for all the words of encouragement. I got so many text messages, so many DMs, dice, and mm-hmm. then uh, you know, Triggs shared with us some emails and stuff of people just, what's up? Where, where the fix at? Wait a minute, you know. Oh, absolutely. The, you know, yeah, the, the best hey. of the fix shows are cool, but you know, where they at? <laughs> it's good to know that people miss you. It's good to know that people are listening. And um, I love the love that they give and they're asking questions. And that's what you want. You know, if you disappear, you want somebody to ask questions. Where they at? <laughs> Too much mm-hmm. stuff is going on in the world. So if you don't hear from somebody, check in, you know, <laughs> go on to check in. So I love it. It's definitely encouraging to hear from people, especially people you don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And y'all know we coming back. Come on out. It's not no soft show. You already know what we're doing. <laughs> it's get real Monday, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so the, the the dicer got one of them real talk topics for him. What no, we talking about today, dice? No, I mean, we talking about temptation today. All things tempting. So mm-hmm. get ready, get ready. I mean, we're not gonna cut any corners. We're gonna talk about it all from spiritual to physical, and uh, it's just a subject I don't think we talk about enough. You know, everybody's tempted. Even Jesus was tempted. So this one's for you. It ain't not not for you. It's for everybody. <laughs> So go ahead, text, tweet at somebody, DM them, let them know. Uh, the fix is in and they're on one again. On one again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. It's also, we're coming to the end of uh, Women History Month, too, as well, Dice, aren't we? We are. And uh, I wanted to make sure we highlighted Katanji 
Brown, Jackson. And uh, for those of you who do watch the news and listen to your radio, y'all should know that um, this is the first African-American woman in 200 years of the Supreme Court uh, who has been able to take her seat. Joe Biden appointed her to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. District in 2021. And then he nominated her as an associate justice of the U.S. Supreme Court in 2022. She took her seat June 30th, 2022, becoming the first black woman to sit on that court. She was born in D.C., raised in Miami, Florida. She went to Harvard uh, Law School, and uh, she's just been succeeding, I mean, ever since then. So I just wanted to make sure we highlighted her because it's not easy being black. It's not easy being a woman. It's definitely not easy being a lawyer, I'm sure. And I already know it ain't easy being uh, up in the government. Okay, so just wanted to say congratulations to you, Katanji. You have really set a standard and a bar and definitely for you doing it and being the first Super congratulations. All of our prayers, love and joy go out to you. So hold it down for the sisters. Hold the space. That's what's up. That's hold what's space. up. Yeah, hold that down, sis. <laughs> Listen, we have another exclusive uh, spiritual detox for you as well. Listen, we're going to go to the ATL, stop playing, uh, have a conversation with our brother, uh, Plain James. Uh, he has a project out right now that's tearing out the charts, that trap trilogy. Uh, so, yeah, let's talk about it, man. Uh, street ministry. Um, a little bit of, uh, you know, where we see, uh, the culture of, uh, CHH right now and a lot, lot more. So you definitely want to tap in for that exclusive spiritual detox, but stop playing. Let's get to it. Y'all know what y'all came for. Of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive, but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. So turn your radios up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Let's get into it. We got music on the way. 1K few, um, featuring Jonathan McReynolds. Um, also, yeah, new Kier Sheer Kelly, stop playing, featuring Adia. Uh, but yeah, right now, yeah, I want I want to just go ahead and uh, get that uh, new uh, dilly in your spirit with that president. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix, and the fix is in. Yes, sir, DJ Focus. Uh, you tune back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. Stop playing. You know what time it is. It's time for our spiritual detox. You know, we love uh, this opportunity. We get a chance to sit down with some movers and shakers, uh, doing some powerful things in the kingdom, artists, athletes, entertainers, entrepreneurs, any and everybody. Uh, they get a chance to come on here and share not only their faith journey, but everything dope they do. And listen, um, you know, I'm joined today, man. Um, you know, it's it's so much talent come out of Atlanta. Let's be very clear. Atlanta just has so much talent to come out of it. And um, the, the the young man I got on the line right now, uh, he's been doing music for uh, at a high volume for a long time. And I would argue that, you know, his his ministry is different. You know, we talk about street ministry and the elements that go into street ministry and how you have to be called to do it. And uh, I think about certain artists like Thizzle and like Seven and like, you know, some of the other artists. And of course, his name comes into mention when you talk about street ministry, doing it, outreach, community involvement. But also, let's be very clear. He can make bars that, uh, you know, the dope boys and some of the, you know, what I'm saying hot girls can relate to. And I think um, it needs to be a balance. We need to continue to make music to reach um, some of the sh- people that, you know, not going to come into church every Sunday, <laughs> but they might get a chance to listen to my man's uh, uh, project and be like, oh, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, feel a word from it and then just start the conversation and then let God be God. So listen, I'm long overdue to uh, sit down with my bro, man. Help me welcome in, man, the super talented playing James. What's going on, bro? What's going on, bro, man? I appreciate y'all once again for having me, man. I've been looking forward to this. Definitely. 
Absolutely. Absolutely, man. We, we we got a lot to talk about, a little time, man. So, you know, give us the backstory, you know, for someone who does not know Plain James, give us the backstory of just your faith journey, how you started your journey of developing a relationship with Christ and what that looks like. Cool. So real quick, man, I grew up on the east side of Atlanta, Georgia, East Atlanta. Um, I had a mother, man, who she always had faith in God. She always believed in God and she kind of planted that seed in me at an early age. It was kind of one of those things where you go, you're in my house, you got to go to church, you got to do this, you got to do that. So, you know, I was always familiar with God, familiar with the Lord. But, you know, as I got older, started making my own choices, you know, um, I just started doing my own thing. The environment that I was in, the things I was around were the completely opposite of what I was hearing about in church. Um, so just getting involved in that urban culture, that street culture, everything that come along with that. You know, you got violence, you got drugs, you got a little bit of everything. So, um, Begin to just create my own path, make my own choices. And in the midst of that, you know, I was never really just super crazy, like animal thug, you know what I'm saying, type dude. But because of my environment, I wanted to make money. So I would do certain things to make money, you know what I'm saying, mainly, you know, in the streets, hustling, gambling, you know, everything that come along with that. And um, with anybody who's ever been in the streets, they'll let you know, no matter what your plan was getting into the streets, you always going to get more than what you bargained for. It said, keep you longer than you want to stay, take you farther than you want to go. Um, Facts. So long story short, <laughs> man, I can I, I got a ton of stories I can tell you, but um, some events that, that happened were uh, I had a homeboy who got jumped on. Uh, we go out to the situation, you know, we started out just talking and whatever they were going to do. Somebody else with us got out of the car, started shooting in the air. So instantly that turned from a talking situation to a shooting situation. So we got a shootout happening pretty much, which um, wasn't an unusual thing in that lifestyle. But partic- this particular time, it just kind of felt different. And um, so I really started thinking about my life choices and where I was, but, you know, I was still active. Um, so at this time, a uh, dude by the name of Young Noah, man, he's a Christian artist, whatever. I was in the street at the time, but he had already had his transformation. Somebody had linked us before. He was always trying to talk to me. I was like, he was cool, but I really wasn't trying to hear it. But um, he came by the spot that I was at. He was like, man, I already know what's going on over here. Uh, you know, the Lord trying to use you, man. He's trying to call you out, separate you from all this. So. I'm going to say, get a Lord to try it. I'm like, yeah, bro, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you're making money, you move, and you feel like you just, you're in a certain situation where you got to move a certain kind of way. But anyway, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Shortly after that, I'm on the way back to the spot. I get a call from my homeboy girlfriend. She's like, don't go back to the spot. Police just raided me. Um, somebody that got busted, you know how that go. They start talking, doing whatever. So now the spot get raided. And at that point, I just see my life on this downward spiral. We got a shootout happening this week. You got a, a raid happening this week. And it's like, you know, how many more chances do you have? You know what I'm saying? Before something something detrimental, something tragic happens. So at this point, I'm hearing a voice, which I know now with the Holy Spirit pretty much saying like it's time for a change. Like either you're going to make a switch or it's a wrap. You know, I can refer back to just that knowledge and the insight that that was instilled me at a younger age. Now it was making more sense because when you're young, you're, you're, you're a kid, but then you're growing up, you're experiencing life experiences or whatnot. You really don't understand that stuff, but you hit a certain point in life where the stuff that you're hearing in the words and the things people are telling you is starting to make sense. And I was at that crossroads, like, you know, what you going to do? You know what I'm saying? So I began just locking in with Noah and a few other guys, and, you know, and, and even that was, it was a little challenge at first because, you know, some of the guys, they would look at me because of where I was from, what I was doing. And they were like, no, no, man, this dude might be bad news and this and that. But one thing about Noah, I, I always show him love, man, because he stuck his neck out for me. He believed in me. And uh, I began to kick it with them guys and begin to build relationships, uh, get plugged into ministry. And um, just from that point on, man, the Holy Spirit began to do a work, um, became, ended up becoming a licensed minister, preaching the gospel as well. 
Um, but my heart has always been to go back to those places where I came from, to share the gospel, share the word. Um, you know, we got enough people in the church, and I, and I don't knock that because I think all of it is important. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has an equal part. But for me, I know what I needed to hear when I was doing what I was doing. So um, I just want to be that voice, or one of the voices, there's many other brothers who join it as well, but one of those voices that they can hear, they hear say, you know what, that, he can relate to what I'm going through. I can tell he's been where I've been, but I also see light at the end of the tunnel because, you know, God changed him so he can change me too. So that's really the heart behind what I'm doing. No, that's that's real. I appreciate you sharing that too as well. Well, you know, being from the streets, you know, and, and changing your life. Why do you think so many guys or you know ladies don't want to leave the street life? Because because you know, I hear what you're saying when you say you know you you finally understood. You started to get revelation. God was starting to speak to you. Right. But I, I would argue, I, I think He speaks to a lot more than 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 uh, who submit to what God is telling them to do. Why do you think so many people get caught up in the trap and just forget it? Just be like, all right, I'm going to just hustle. I'm going to go to jail, get out of jail, hustle again, and and get caught up in that system to where they don't try to do something different like what you did. I think what it is, man, is like, you know, faith is the substance of things, hope for the evidence of things not seen. So when you come to somebody who's in a certain kind of situation, you know, their backs are quote-unquote against the wall, and they're looking like, I need money for this, I got to pay for this, they might have a younger brother, a sibling, or somebody who needs certain things, it's kind of hard to go to them and say, hey, man, trust the Lord, man, he got you. When you can look at a situation right here where I can do X, Y, and Z and make a certain amount of money in a certain time frame, and in your mind, take care of what needs to be taken care of. So that's why it's important. Like, you can't come to the Lord, I believe, unless he, unless he draws you in. You know what I'm saying? Now, you have a choice to make at that point, but, you know, you can't come to the Lord unless he draws you in because... You're going to people making a certain kind of money who are in certain kind of situations. It's hard. Just being real, it's hard for them to put their trust in something that they cannot see when they're going through situations that they see on a daily basis. So I think that's one of the main challenges. Do you think the church has failed too as well in, in some areas, specifically when you talk about showing the love to, uh, you know, people that, you know, maybe be in the streets? Because I hear that all the time that, you know, a lot of street guys, they feel, of course, the camaraderie, they're connected. They feel more love for somebody on the streets than they feel from when they walk in the church. Do you think we failed them uh, in, to a certain extent? I, I definitely think we failed them to a certain extent, to a certain extent. But I think... um I show a little grace to the church because, you know, it's not a lot of people. It's some people in every church who probably live their life, but it's not a lot of people in that church in church who live their life or come from that background. So in all honesty, they don't really know how to approach those guys or those young ladies when they come into the church. All they know is change your life, give your life to Christ, do this and that. But if you never live that situation or come from that place, it's kind of hard to speak to that perspective. Because in their mind and their heart, they probably feel like, you know what, I'm doing the best I can to try to help these young men and these young ladies. But they don't get it, you know. And I think um, where we drop the ball at at the church, most of the time it's approaching people in the spirit of love and humility. Um, being able to admit, you know what, I don't understand what you're going through. I don't understand where you're from. I don't understand that life. But what I do see is a young man or a young woman that's broken looking for answers. So the last thing I need to do is come at you in a hostile way and attack you. More so, I need to try to understand where you at and meet you where you are and approach you in love and humility and make you feel welcome first before I come in and attack you with some stuff that you don't even know anyway. You don't know the Bible no way, so it's unrealistic for me to come at you with some scriptures and stuff when you've never been to church. Mm. So I think that's what we're talking about. No, that's real. 
no, that's real. And we, we talk about that, uh, you know, all the time on uh, being so judgmental um, before you build relationships with people. And that's real. I think, uh, you know, we, we need to continue to get better at that. So let's talk about some fun stuff, man. So sure. did, was, was, was young Noah, did young Noah, was he the first one to introduce you to music or talk about how you got introduced to music and even started to rap? Oh, man, starting to rap. So back in the day before Christ, um, I had a couple of homeboys back home in Atlanta. Um, they used to rap, go to the studio or whatever. And I believed in what they were doing. They were dope. So we would all get together, put our money together, pay for those guys, go to the studio and record or whatnot. And just being in the studio, hearing the music, I would begin to just jot down rhymes and stuff like that. And I was good at making words rhyme. But far as like rapping on songs and stuff like that, I really didn't have it. But they were telling me, they were like, man, shoot, you can rhyme. So, you know, just keep practicing and working on it, working on it. You'll develop a flow eventually. And that was a process for me. Like, you know, some folks can rhyme words together, but when they rap it, they just don't really hit like that, you know? So mm-hmm. it takes time to develop your, really have build confidence in who you are as an artist and your voice and, you know, all kind of stuff. So I took time doing that. Um, next thing I know, I was still in the streets at the time. Me and a couple of other homeboys, we had this group called Money Mob. We was in the streets together. We said, we might as well do the music, talk about what we're doing. And um, we would do that, start performing at strip clubs, hit different studios in Atlanta and whatnot. And it started generating a little buzz, you know. So that right there let us know, like, man, we could really do this, you know. So this time went on doing that. Um, kind of my lifestyle started to slow down a little bit. I was still in the streets, but it was like a lot of crazy stuff going on. Folks were going, I was close to going to prison, uh, folks getting killed, just crazy stuff. So I started slowing down a little bit, not necessarily turn my life over to Christ yet, but I started slowing down a little bit. And um, so my subject matter started to change because I felt like I always want to rap about what I'm really living. I never wanted to rap lifestyle that I wasn't living. I never had respect for that. Um, So I began to do that. And um, eventually by the time I did come to the Lord, I had quit music altogether because I had people telling me about Christian rap, but I honestly thought it was, you know, it was kind of whack because I didn't know nothing about what they were talking about, you know? So I was like, isn't it really not my thing? Rap is for the streets, church. I'm just trying to learn about God and just keep it at that. Um, but then knowing the other guys, they were already in a rap group. And uh, they were like, man, you can rap. What else you doing? You know what I'm saying? You got a gift. Use it for God. So I began to record a few songs. And when I put them out, the church around the area I came from, they knew me from something else. And now they saw I was in church rapping. They were like, man, come out and talk to the youth and rap and whatnot. And then I began to see the possibility of this being a tool to reach people. And then, you know, you start traveling and doing different things. And, um, God took it far, way further than I thought it would ever go. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of how it started out for me. Oh, that's real. Talk about your, your your creative process. You know, when you go in, you create. Uh, walk us through how you create a song. Like, are you one that got to write your lyrics out first? You got to hear the beat? Are you one to, you know, look for the hook first? Walk us through your creative process. Man, I, I create a couple of different ways. Sometimes, like with this, this uh, recent project I'm about to release now, um, the producers just flooded me with beats, you know, so I just went through the beats and whatever one spoke to me the most, um, I pulled them out and um, whatever just came to me, man, I just started to feed off the feel of the track and just go whatever direction I felt like it was taking me. Um, there have been times when I wrote whole verses and hooks and I kind of had a tempo in mind and I'd just be looking through beats, looking for a beat that had a tempo to fit the song that I'd already written. Um, there's been some times when I'd just be riding and I kind of write a song in my head, just kind of like freestyling in my head a little bit. I don't really had a chance to write because I, you know, my hand on the wheel or whatever. And I put elements together and then I kind of just build from it later on. So it's just, um, it's a few different ways I, I like to do it, man. But um, yeah, I think most artists will tell you a lot of times 
you kind of get that feel from the track and it kind of just speaks to you and lets you know what direction to go in. What, what, what advice would you give to an aspiring artist coming up, man? Um, you know, I, I hear you say you speak to the youth a lot. So, you know, just 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 paint a picture of, you know, you're you at a youth event or you're at a community event and a, a young man comes up to you and he tells you he wants to rap. He has a passion for it. He's thinking about it. What would you tell him, this aspiring artist on not only the the, the the artistry side, but also the business side. What have, what, what have you learned over the years that you could kind of pour into somebody to say, all right, this is kind of like the starter kit to be a successful rapper if you really want to do it? Cool. Uh, first thing I'm going to say is be yourself. Um, everybody around you going to have their own style, their own wave, everything they're doing. You're going to see a lot of trends, a lot of different stuff. But whoever started that wave, that's their thing. Whoever tried to come and copy that after the fact, it's not going to last because you're not being original or authentic. So be you first and foremost. Second thing I would tell them is make sure you put in time and energy into your craft and do it with excellence because you only get one first impression. Once you build a reputation for doing below average stuff or subpar stuff, you may come out the gate now with some fire, but people don't want to hear it no more because you've already set a tone and left a taste in people's mouth that you do below average or uh, work that's not good. So make sure you put your best foot forward. Um, Business-wise, I would say first thing I would say is the artist consistency is key all the way around, whether it's creating content, creating music. Um, just be consistent. You know what I'm saying? Like uh it's a lot of things that go along. Making music is the easy part. Um, mm. when you start talking about marketing and you're talking about promotion and things of that nature, um, that's where you gotta be consistent. That's where you gotta really put the most work in. And also during those times too, it's important to make sure you're checking your heart during these moments because um, it's very easy to get caught up in, in, in the industry type stuff and the foolishness and start making everything you do about you. I think you have to have a healthy balance. Like nobody goes in the studio and record a song saying, I don't want nobody to hear it. So when you record a song, you want people to hear it. So you want to market it. You want to promote it. You want to get the message out. But at the end of the day, remember what the source of it is, what the foundation of it is, and don't lose yourself in it. Don't let it become your identity. Make sure your identity remains in Christ and what he's done for you, not what you're doing for him. Because when you stop rapping, you're going to lose your identity. You know what I'm saying? So just maintain your identity in him. Um, like I said, consistency is key. And um, don't let other people, the opinions of other people, whether it's negative or positive, impact you in such a way where you feel like you want to quit. Like we all go through phases. I remember when I started rapping, some folks just hated the way my voice sounded. They were like, man, you need to just quit rapping. You know what I'm saying? And you'll get discouraged off of that at first because you want everybody to like what you're doing. But then I had another group of people who loved what I did. But, you know, it's like I can't be talked to and fro by the opinions of people. I have to be confident enough in what I'm doing and say, hey, be real with myself. Say, if I feel like I can do this, I'm going to do it. If you support it and you love it, great. If you don't, great. I'm just going to do what I do. You know what I'm saying? And let the shit fall where they fall. So, you know, I think those are the main things I would tell the artists who's just not starting up. That's what's up. Listen, DJ Focus, you're tuned into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. We got to go to a quick break. We're coming back with Plain James. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. So, Plain James, talk about it, man. Um, for those who may not know about your ministry, Trap Theology, walk us through, you know, starting it, what it means, and, you know, speak a little bit more to it for the ones who may have never heard of Trap Theology and have questions like, what is this? Cool, cool. So Trap Theology, man, it, it started around 2015. Um, you know, those nights you have when you land in the bed, man, three, four in the morning, can't really sleep or whatnot. Um, I learned those are times that God kind of wanted to get your attention, you know, saying for prayer or whatnot, because there's nothing else going on. You have no kind of distractions, you know, the time to really focus in with God and just really lock in. So 
one of the nights I was praying and I always pray for my homeboys who are still active or whatnot because I know where they at, I know what they're going through, what can happen. And um, I was like, Lord, I just, you know, wish I just had a way to reach them or whatever. And um, the word popped in my mind. I know what theology is. Of course, I know what the trap is. And so I'm like, I need like theology for the trap, like a trap theology. So um, it was in my head. I ran it by my homeboy, Sherrod White. Shout out Sherrod White. I ran it by him and he said, man, I think you got something. So um, I put it on a t-shirt, went to South by Southwest. Um, people saw the t-shirt and asked me what it meant. And it was a great witness to, you know, theology being the study of God, the trap being what it is. They're like, how do those go together? I said, um, when you study and find out who God truly is, you find freedom for whatever had you trapped. Lust, greed, pride, addiction, whatever it is. Um, you can find freedom from whatever had you bound. And it just went crazy. Um, so I had an album coming out during that time as well. I was calling the album Trap Theology. So the shirt was just meant to be promotion for the album. Um, what I thought was just going to be an album, you know, God just kept it going, turned it into a ministry. Um, just moving forward, just doing outreaches, partnering with different ministries, different churches here in Atlanta. Uh, people bringing me out. We're doing outreaches around the country. Uh, me and young Noah do the uh, Trap Theology Tour 2017. Uh, we do like 80 dates that year. He just expanded far beyond what I thought. So um, also 2017, I released Trap Theology 2 on um, the album. Um, and that just, you know what I'm saying, took things further. You know what I'm saying? And uh, God just continued to just have his hand on it. And um, to the point now, people think Trap Theology, they know like, hey, you know, these guys, they're really out here in the community, out here really about urban ministry or ministry, rural or urban ministry, because there's streets out here that ain't urban. You know, so I can take you down some dirt roads and trees where, you know, you see some of the same things you see in the inner city. Um, which is anywhere where the gospel is needed, where people don't really feel comfortable going. I feel like that's what we call to go. That's what we call to do. Um, so that's it, man. Trap theology, man. Bring up theology to wherever, wherever you feel bound, wherever you feel trapped, whatever's going on. We get to preach the freedom of Christ. You know what I'm saying? Through music, uh, through other means of ministry as well. Uh, when we put the mic down, we still about it. You know what I'm saying? We still gonna give it to you straight up. So that's what it's about. That's what's up. Listen, talk about some new music. I know you said you're working on a project. Uh, what can the people expect? What you working on? Uh, what singles you got coming up? Come on, talk about new music. Man, new music, Trap Trilogy, the third installment of the Trap Theology album series will be out. Like I said, I dropped Trap Theology 1 in 2015. I dropped Volume 2 in 2017. Uh, in between that time and now, I put out other music. Um, just doing different things, man, trying different things to try to reach different people in different ways. Um, I kind of paused for a minute, hit the reset button, had to shift my focus back to really the thing that God told me initially. And I just learned one thing, like God don't tell you to do something different, stick to what he told you originally. Mm -hmm. So like I said online, man, I had a lot of good ideas, but looking back, I don't know if they were necessarily God ideas. Um, you know, God still showed grace, he still used those things. But now I'm really back to the heart of the mission, the heart of the ministry, like I said before. So this project, um, Heavy Trap, you know what I'm saying, production, um, the lyrics is gospel-centered, but it's also um, content. If you're from that life, you'll be able to identify and relate to. Um, I'm speaking right to that, but I'm giving you hope. I'm giving you light at the end of the tunnel, but also recognizing what you're going through. Um, so, yeah, that's what the message is on this album, man. Uh, my dog J-Bez out of Fort Myers, um, Brace Yourself, uh, he produced it for me. Um, him and my, my dog T-Strike, he was my engineer on this. He mixed and mastered it for me, those two brothers. Like I said, I was really debating whether or not I was going to move forward with it, but they came and just spoke life into the situation. And um, they were like, hey, man, God still want to use it. You know, so I did some prayer and we locked in, man. I think we created a great project together, man. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the people think about it. Any features on the project? 
Yes, sir. I got T-Stripe featured on it. I got my dog Fro out of Memphis on um, featured oh, yeah. on there. Oh, yeah. And I got my dog Gospel Ready out of um, Oak Cliff, Dallas. You know what I'm saying? So I really wanted to lock in with some guys um, who I know about it, who really out here. You know what I'm saying? Got the same goal, the same focus that I have. They may not get as much light as other people, but I know they're solid individuals. I know they got some good stuff to say, man. So I wanted to lock in with those guys. And um, yeah, man, it came out well. Seven songs, man. But I feel like, in my mind, and it's hard to say, I feel like, man, I got no skips, man. I feel like you can play it all the way through, you know, and um, I think you'll be blessed by it. How do you, how do you, how do you balance it all? You know, what you doing on uh, music, you doing ministry. How do you balance it all? And how do you keep your your mental your mental health in place? Because I know you do a lot, man. I know you got a family. Like I say, you are an entrepreneur. You are artist. You are you are uh, a minister. So how do you balance it all and keep your you know what are some tips that you could give some people on keeping your mental health together, making sure you you keep your balance? If I could be totally transparent, like. On a daily basis, I'm trying to learn to get better at balance. But um, if I could share some of the things that I have learned, um, I had to learn, man, that I'm not God. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn the value of the word no. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn that, really learn and accept that his strength is made perfect in my weakness. Um, it's a lot of times I may have good intentions and I push myself to the limit. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. And I still don't end up um, accomplishing what I want to accomplish. And I think, man, that's by design. I think God never wants us to be in a place where we feel like we don't have to fully depend on him. When you start feeling like you can operate independently of God, you're in trouble. So um, I've been learning to lean on him and let him do the heavy lifting. Um, be a good steward over the thing that he allows me to steward and have my hand on. But at the end of the day, I know he's my source. He's my strength. I learned the power of prayer, um, fasting and self-control. Um, prioritizing the things that matter. I got a two-year-old daughter, you know, so I'm making sure that I'm present as a father in her life and doing the things that she needs. Because I learned, man, a lot of times, especially like with music, the average artist may think, man, I got to spend 100 hours, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like all 24 hours working on music or whatnot. But I learned God is a God who looks at integrity. He looks at the intentions of the heart. So by me being a good father to my daughter or by me serving in my community, by me helping that old lady lift those groceries to do certain things, God might bless your ministry off of something that don't have nothing to do with music. He just want to see, are you solid? Are you, can I trust you with my people? You know what I'm saying? Are you faithful in the small things? Do you have integrity? When nobody else is looking, what are you doing? Who are you then? What are you doing in your secret place? Those are the things God looks at. And um, I've seen people, man, who've been good husbands and good fathers and different things. People wonder, like, man, how do they keep, how does this keep happening? God knows he can trust them with this platform because they're keeping the main thing the main thing. If you're so focused on music more than anything, even God, sometimes some some people um, can be in a place where they're just so fixated on a certain thing where the thing you're doing for God, God has nothing to do with it. He's not even in the picture. And him being a jealous God, he's not going to give you a platform that you're going to esteem higher than him. So I think for me, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with balance right now, but I'm still learning every day, man, because... You know, it's a challenge for sure. Yeah, it's a challenge for all of us. We 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 pick that cross up every day, man, and uh, <laughs> it's heavy to carry, man. Uh, you know, so I, I can ask you this question because you've been around a while, and I know you probably been influenced by you know different artists coming up. You know, uh, hip hop is the number one genre of music. Everybody knows that you can't go anywhere without hearing hip hop, a sports event, all the movies, and just in general. 
what do you think uh, give me your your thoughts or your opinions on the state of the culture of hip hop do you feel like and I'm just talking about hip hop altogether not just uh, Christian mm-hmm. hip hop but just right. the state of hip hop altogether do you think we're in a good place with um doing what it was really originated to do which was expression which was to talk about things that were going on in the community that we needed help at or you know or do you think it's kind of like watered down now compared to you know old hip-hop and how it used to be um being honest man i kind of think hip-hop is kind of real i think it's grown as a genre of course it's it's undeniably it's grown as a genre but i kind of look at it like we're kind of in the same place if it makes sense like You've always had the artists who spoke who spoke about life and like quote unquote conscious hip hop, who spoke about things going on in the community, and you always had the people who made the music for the clubs, who were making the the, uh, the shake club music and the, you know send the party music and stuff. So even now it's like like me being being um, at my age, I'm you know some of the stuff the young kid listen to the stuff on TikTok and all that kind of stuff, they don't necessarily appeal to me. But I remember during my age, I was listening to the crazy music. We in the club listening to the triple six and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, people fighting in the club and doing all this stuff. So I had my phase to do that. So it's like, I'm, I'm kind of slow to be so judgmental on it. You know what I'm saying? Um, that it's always kind of been that way. You know, you still have your people now, whether you agree with their um, their points of view or not. You got your J. Coles, you got your Kendricks, you got your, you know, artists that, quote unquote are like conscious artists that speaking to like normal life situations. So I think it's always been the same. I think whatever you prefer is what you're gonna gravitate towards. Um but I think because of like you said all the exposure hip hop has gained, it's definitely grown as a genre, but as far as subject matter, I think it's always been the same. Listen, we appreciate you rocking with us playing James, man. Can you tell the people how they can connect with you, follow you on all your social media platforms, as well as uh introduce one of your singles. Man, cool, man. So if you want to follow me on social media, I'm mainly on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Plain James DW. That's P L A I N James DW. Um, also on Facebook, follow me at Plain James Official. Um, also, man, my project, like I said, drops at midnight. Trap trilogy. Um, the first song I'm probably gonna push off the project is called Big Bible Talk, man. I'm basically just talking about how you know, every, these days everybody doing something big, big this, big that. But there's nothing bigger than the Word of God, nothing bigger than the Bible. So it's big Bible talk, man. It's giving y'all that real talk, man. Coming with the Word, coming with the Gospel. Also coming with some truth from the streets as well, man. So let's get it. Yes, sir. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. Yep, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. Mm-hmm. That time for that real talk conversation. Yeah. And Dice, I'm, I'm excited. What are we talking about today? Uh, recognizing temptation, focus. Listen, this is this is a tough one. I think for everybody, I know it's tough. I don't recognize it till I'm like, you know, two scoops into some ice cream I I didn't need. <laughs> like this is not a part of my diet. <laughs> oh God, it tastes so good. Um, Why would you? So that's how. You, so wait a minute, dice. So yeah. I, I I feel a way. Did, did the Holy Spirit just tell you to say that? Because because you know I'm you over here. On, go get on, some ice cream? On, you know I want some ice cream and cookies. Why would you do that? Why why would you just you know what I'm saying? Oh my lord, that's that's one of them sins we don't talk about. And you're absolutely right. Not only yeah. recognizing the temptation in it, but mm-hmm. that we we need to do a show on that. The sins yeah. that no one talks about. Everybody yeah. talks about the regular stuff, God. but well, but that but that yeah. gluttony, that gluttony, and and not knowing, not, not you know you ain't supposed to have it. Yeah, yeah. it's horrible. It's horrible. And the Christians, we're the worst. 
I mean, we are definitely the worst concerning uh, faith. You know, we um, we eat. You know, <laughs> it, I mean, we fried chicken. We fried chicken at the church. We fried chicken at the church. We fried chicken at it at the church. It ain't even in olive oil either. They <laughs> they doing it in large seal. They they frying it in large seal. <laughs> at least it could be cooked in olive oil. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, dice. Nah. <laughs> nah, you gotta get the skin right. I mean, it it is what it is. Um, but the Bible's very clear. Uh, you will be tempted. Jesus was tempted. Uh, many many people in the Bible were tempted. And First um, Corinthians ten and thirteen says, "No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, He will also provide a way out, so that you'll be able to endure it. So, just setting that foundation, you're going to be tempted. I mean, you will be tempted, but there will be a way out of your temptation. Like, because we get to choose, we get to pick, right?" So anything that we choose in life, we get to deal with the consequence. And so, hey, that's just that's just what it is. But I think that the toughest part is realizing that you are in the middle of temptation or you are being tempted. And so um, I would just say, um, is it God? You know, let's just start right there because uh, <laughs> that's really what it gets down to. It's either going to be flesh or it's going to be God. Like, what, what is it? What is it? So I'm just talking about the big, the big things that pull us out, the addictions, the things that we're sneaking to go do, the things that we're doing, not around people, you know, the things that we don't talk about or the things that we do in a group of people that we usually don't do by ourselves. So, you know, you have to uh, ask yourself, do I need this right now? You know, I mean, if we want to be living holy, then we should have a holy, righteous focus uh, towards consumption, you know? No, that's real. And I think um, I love the fact of you, you brought it to the point, and I think it's very, it was crucial for me when you talked about uh, trying to resist temptation, understanding um, that sometimes it's a spiritual attack, uh, sometimes it's just my flesh, just want to, mm-hmm. you know, do what it want to do. I had to get other people involved. So mm-hmm. we talk about accountability all the time here on the show because mm-hmm. accountability helps you with resistant temptation because when you start talking about these things that you, you know, are your vice or you struggle with, you, mm-hmm. you brought up the, you know, the ice cream or the cookies in mm-hmm. the middle of the night mm-hmm. and you know you shouldn't be eating that if, you know, mm-hmm. you're trying to lose weight. And mm-hmm. even if you're not trying to lose weight, is is it is it beneficial to eat a Right, especially, and a lot right. of times we, we get those cravings for those snacks late night where we can't even burn it off. It's not during the day when you can kind of walk the calories off, or you know. But yeah, we it's middle of the night. You know what I'm saying? We, we're going downstairs, and and, and, and here's the thing. <laughs> let, 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 let's let's go before that. Mm-hmm. When you're in the grocery store, talk about the temptation of not buying it. Why, why are we even buying it in the first place? We don't need it. We know we don't need it. But we're in that grocery store and we're stacking up on the Oreos. We're stacking up on the Briars, the Ruggles, whatever, I, you know, ice cream you like, your Chunky mm-hmm. Monkey, Ben mm-hmm. and Jerry, wh- whoever it may be. Talk about the temptation of, of resisting even purchasing something that's not beneficial for you. Like, I think that's that's key, too, as well. Well, I was going to say, I think it's uh, when, when the Bible's speaking about with all of your uh, wisdom and your knowledge, get an understanding. If you haven't learned by now, we don't have fruits and vegetables at the checkout. It's all junk food. So oh, that's so good. It's all, it's all junk that's food. That's so good. So, 
set up. And, 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 and it's, it's the fresh Reese cups. It's the fresh yeah, Reese cups too, right there. Okay. I'll be, I'll be eyeing them dice. I mean, I'll be eyeing them dice. Everything you don't need is right there, last right. minute, and it's designed that way. As you're waiting, psychologically, every grocery store across America knows. I mean, I'm talking about the ones in the hood to the ones outside in the suburbs. Last minute items, they're all going to be those temptation items right there because people know typically at the last minute is when you fall in temptation. When you're waiting, when you're impatient, you're going to fall into temptation. Like, you know what I'm saying? People run into the store real quick and they know you're hungry because, you know, you done forgot something. They're going to put, listen, those Doritos, they're going to be right there waiting on you. And then they put, had a nerd to put the drinks right there too. So if you're waiting and you just want to go ahead and bust open something and get your little drink out the cooler and then pay for it, they know this is set up. The sugary drinks too, Dice. No, no, it's no healthy up. drinks. All no, no, the sugary ain't no drinks. Smoothies. Ain't no smoothies in that little. Uh, <laughs> in no, little coke, no coconut water. No coconut no, water. No, not right in that little walk-in. No, they got everything full of sugar, you know. And uh, it takes three hours for the pancreas to break down a uh, soda. So, you know, it's it's a dangerous situation. But here's the deal. Um, you know, God is here fighting for us, you know. We are overcomers, but this is another reason why you have to get up, renew your mind, meditate on your word, and stay focused. But I love how the Bible is very clear like, hey, everybody's been tempted. Everybody's going to be tempted, you know, like, but it's, it's a voice there too. I was going to say, um, a lot of times at the last minute, you'll hear a little voice leading you, and the Holy Spirit doesn't lead you into temptation. Okay. That is only the voice of the enemy or your own personal voice. The Holy Spirit is very clear, very direct. We talked about this before on the show. Like the Holy Spirit would be like, nope, you don't need that. Nope. I need you to leave. Nope. Make a right. Nope. Make a left. Hey, you forgot your phone. Hey, like the Holy Spirit is very direct. So you don't ever have to guess if God is prompting you to buy a Rizika. He ain't doing that. Okay. But uh, anyways, prayer. I was going to say, um, this is another way that you, you could be... T- tempted you know like if you realize you didn't pray today and you just find yourself doing something out of sorts you know like you really need to start your day with prayer you know the bible says watch and pray in matthew 26 and 41 so that you will not fall into temptation the spirit is always willing the flesh is weak so just knowing that you're always going to have a weak flesh state like i think this is a good uh point to bring up you know, if you're going back into an area or a neighborhood or you're hanging out with friends and they're going somewhere and you already know you were in your flesh the last time you was with them. Hey, when I'm with you, I'm not doing things that honor God or glorify my marriage. You know what I'm saying? Or honor my body. Like you need to pay attention to what you're doing when you're out with other people. You know, I think that's a that's a that's a really big one, because sometimes we just think we're fellowshipping and having fun. Oh, Kiki, I'm gonna go hang out with my boys and my girls. You know what I'm saying? Where you where you going though? What y'all doing? What you talking about? You know, like are y'all doing things that uh, you know? I I would say that are righteous. And here's the thing: just because it's righteous, don't mean it's boring. I think that's been a misconception in our faith. It's like we we have fun. Go bowling. Go golfing. Big fun. Go Big fun. Let's be go very basketball. clear. Yeah, go yeah. swimming. Go on vacation. Like the Lord loves it when we have fun. I mean, babies come out and they laugh and smile. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's meant for us to do that naturally. So it's like, yeah, you can go do all these things. But trust me, um, be be very careful. You know, if, especially, like I said, if you're in a marriage and you're out and you're taking vacations or you're taking long breaks. And even even when you're on your work vacation, like my husband's really good at saying, hey, um, they have us training in 
Calabasas, you want to catch a flight? You know what I'm saying? Hotel, everything's already paid for. Like, he's always trying to make sure, like, hey, come on, let's hang out together. I'm going to be gone for two weeks. You know, like, but that's not what I want. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to go hang out every night. So you need to protect what God has given you um, as well. Okay? No, you definitely need to protect it. I love the fact that you brought up prayer and getting God involved in prayer. I know you... uh, what show it was but you, you brought up uh when you were on road i think one of your either somebody you were doing music with or one of your good friends um every time they got to the hotel they yeah. asked the, the uh TV off. Mm-hmm. yeah turn the tv off block the tv mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure it is because uh probably maybe addiction. some porn or some type of addiction yeah. to you know something and yeah. and i think about when i was struggling with that because i you know i had a little season in my life where uh you know i had to you know <laughs> make sure that i got god involved uh-huh. Uh, something that helped me was I started to read more scriptures and Proverbs does a great job. I promise you, if, if you get in the book of Proverbs, uh, mm-hmm. accountability goes to a new level. If you really read and do a studying of Proverbs all together, like if you read that thing from front to back, um, it talks about lust and mm-hmm. how lust can really uh, be a detriment to you, not only yourself, but mm-hmm. also to your relationship with God and with your spouse, especially if you're married. So when you talk about getting all these uh, pornographic images in your spirit, in your mind, it puts Mm -hmm. this false expectation to some uh, that you want to put on your spouse to make your spouse be this fantasy that you've been looking at in porn, not really be who they really are. And I think that's so important that you talk about holding yourself accountable, knowing that you need to put a block on your TV. You need to fast and pray. You need to read more scriptures on lust. You need to understand that this thing is really taking a stronghold over you. This thing is really attacking you. This thing is really controlling you. And it's, it's yeah. messing up your relationship. Like I say, not only with God, but also I see a lot of marriages crumble uh, mm-hmm. be, because of this. When you talk about porn and, and even strip clubs, because that's that's where a lot of it goes to next. A lot of people who struggle with porn, mm-hmm. uh, I would argue, look, look, look what they're doing on, on their lunch break. I, I, I heard so many stories and know so many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, they, they, they real cunning with it now because, you know, strip clubs open at 10 o'clock in the morning, got breakfast and everything oh, now. Lord. And I'm trying to figure out why it's a strip club open at 10 o'clock in the morning because they understand that a lot of business people, a lot of you know, people that work, uh, yeah, they get a, they get a little hour lunch now. So if it's a strip oh, wow. club available where they can snip, tiptoe and they got chicken wings and everything there for you too. So they make it real like, yeah, I, I wouldn't have wings. Oh, you wouldn't more. You had more than wings. I, I promise you it was, it was more than wings than that joker. Uh, yeah. Wings. That was, that was the highlight. Yeah, no, no, that wasn't. Let's be very good. Just stop it. That wasn't the highlight of your lunch. I promise you, you probably threw them wings away. You ordered them, but you threw them wings away. It, it wasn't for the wings. <laughs> But this is, this is, no, this is breaking up a lot of marriages, Dice. I'm telling you, it's breaking up a lot of marriages. The wings at the strip club? Yeah. Yes. The wings at the strip club. Yes. Bless your life. It's, it's, it's the wings. No, it ain't the wings. It's, it's, it's the tatas and that, uh, yeah, dropping it like it's hot. That's what, that's what's messing it up. You know, And, and, and the perversion that is creating this false expectation. They go home or, they going home and they not having sex like you supposed to have in your marriage mm. because you done already mm. got your fix at lunch at the strip club with delicious mm. and Skittles, you know. So now your wife ain't a pleasing to you now because you don't re- you don't you, you, you just gonna forget she didn't have three of your babies. You mm. you, you just gonna forget. No no seriously, I, I, I've had conversations with some men I'm, and I'm a, <laughs> bless y'all if y'all listening right now. You know I'm telling the truth. Mm. You, you, you've married uh, uh, who you feel God has called you to to be with. Uh, you have had a whole family with mm. this beautiful woman 
okay, yeah, her figure and her shape might not be what it was mm-hmm. seven, eight years ago. But did you uh, forget she had three of your babies, two of your babies? What she, you you think she what you think she's not gonna look different now that she's had your kids? So she has she's had your baby, she had your kids. Now maybe she is not getting back to exercising like she should and getting her body back. I think that's uh, something that as it's an individual thing, we mm-hmm. can't force adults to uh, do that. But I think sometimes the expectation is too high mm-hmm. to not realize that, listen, it's in her time. It's in his time that they're going to get to it. I, I tell you all the time about my, uh, my struggles with my faith. I mean, my fitness journey. I've mm-hmm. been struggling with this for like 10 years, Dice. Let's be very clear. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I'm good at it. I, I, I do good for a little bit. Then I, I slack mm-hmm. off. But mm-hmm. but I, I, I'm determined this time to make sure I stay consistent, mm-hmm. to understand I'm a lot older now. So, of course, with, you know, the older you get, you get all the health risks. So, yes, I have to hold myself to a higher accountability and make sure that I do better now with my with my fitness. But one thing I will love that I love about my wife, she never pressed me. Mm-hmm. I promise you, she loved me when she married me. I was slim thug. As mm-hmm. I became big, big, sexy, she still loved me. <laughs> No, seriously. She still loved me. No, no, seriously. She, she she never turned me down. Absolutely. She would say, hey, you know, if you want to, you need help in this, you know, you need me to go to the gym with you. Yeah, of course she had to encourage me, but it was never tearing me down. It was mm-hmm. never where she stopped having sex with me and, they, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, I ain't giving you none no more and all playing all these little mind games. No, no, ain't none right, of that. Right, right. Ain't none of that. And, and then you have households that. that are doing that and they're what? getting their sex from, yeah, Dice, I'm Boy. telling you, it's it's Boy. a whole nother, it's a whole nother ball game. Boy, but, I I, but, I, but I love the fact that <laughs> I got the concealed carry. Let's talk about it. What are we? <laughs> Who doing what? Who's? I think till death is in the paperwork. Um, what it's do you want to do? It's paperwork. It's what definitely in the paperwork. What you want? <laughs> no, I, but listen, focus. I, I like that you brought up the fact, you know, definitely how your uh, wife didn't change, and that's that's important for us, um, you know, in, in relationships. And it's unfortunate that some people as you're getting older like their mindset doesn't change they still have a young mindset like i remember being in a club back in the day and it was always some old dude that would be up in the club trying to holler at the girls like bro pervert you, old pervert yes you're like 60 you're somebody you grandfather you're somebody grandfather yes. please go home yes. right i'm in here with your grandchild yes mm-hmm. um it's unfortunate but i wanted to bring up um you know a typical addiction center has the call letters halt that they give to people who are trying to overcome um, addiction. It's, are you hungry? Are you angry? Are you lonely? Are you tired? Because when you're in this state, you fall in temptation. You know, you typically fall backwards. You know, you typically don't fall forward. You typically fall backwards. So halt can definitely serve as a reminder for those of us who have had prior addictions to something like if you if you're standing in front of a situation and you're trying to make a decision about ooh, do i move forward with this or do i call this person you know or do i run up in here it's like hey you need to ask yourself you know am i just hungry am i angry am i lonely am i tired because we're, we're irritated you know when we are in those states you know so that was just another tip right there yeah yeah that's good um Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, uh, as you see, this conversation is going to get better and better. We're talking about recognizing temptation. We got to go mm-hmm. to a quick break to pay some bills. We're coming right back. Keep it locked. You tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. Mm-hmm. We're still in the middle of our real talk conversation. And uh, we're talking about recognizing temptation today, Dice. Yeah. And um, I know you were uh, going to bring up some more tips. For the people, 
Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, I just I wanted to go back and say everybody's been tempted. I think that's been one of the reasons why people don't want to come into the faith is they think that, hey, once I'm saved, you know, I'm going to have to like stay on the straight and narrow. And if I mess up, I'm not going to be saved anymore, you know, or what are people going to think about me? Um, you know, if I do fall back into temptation or, you know, because people just know people know themselves. But I would say that is definitely number one concerning temptation is like know yourself know your weaknesses know what you shouldn't be doing know where you shouldn't be going and then hold yourself accountable and ask for those accountability partners because you talked about accountability um a minute ago and that's super important i shared this before after uh coming off of addictions and trying to fight addictions i shared with everybody around me hey I don't do that no more. Hey, I don't want to do that no more. Hey, let me excuse myself when I see other people doing something that I used to do and I'm not doing it anymore. It's like you got to know your weaknesses and know the thing that you're battling or thing that Satan is trying to wrap around your neck and, and choke you with. You know what I'm saying? Like this has to become a a, a personal fight, you know, concerning temptation. Um, like, and we're, we're called to resist the devil. This is another thing. Like you need to just avoid going where you used to go like don't be who you used to be don't 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 rock with who you used to rock with and that's okay and it doesn't matter what people say about you because guess what you want to live i want to live and the wages of sin are what death and as soon as you know that you're like okay listen um i'm gonna have to let that sin go how about that because when i when i do give myself to christ and I, i call myself a christian i'm called to live a righteous life that's what I'm called to live as best I can, you know, trial by trial, you know, like glory to glory, like, like just moment by moment, I'm called to get better, um, at me and, and it should be focused. I would say I break it down to these three things. You need to love God. Like God loves me is number two. And I need to rem- walk in gratitude. I think every time you walk in gratitude, you will not fall into temptation and into temptation. Like in that moment, if you start to count your blessings or you start to thank God for what you have or where you are, how far he's brought you, your idea of rolling with temptation will change immediately. But um, I want to touch on that love God thing. I mean, we're supposed to be building a relationship. So it's like God sees everything. I don't know why people think God don't see everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he made you. He made the earth. Like we're not even breathing without God. So we're not hiding from God just because you're in a house or you're in a car or you're in a club. You're not hiding. So it's like wherever you are, you know, God is there. So it's like, you know, as you're walking together and you're trying to get better, you have to ask yourself, like, why am I doing this? You know what I'm saying? Like, am I about to do this because I'm weak or am I about to do this because I love God? Am I about to eat this because I'm weak or I'm about to eat this because I love God? I'm trying to take care of my temple and I'm trying to feed myself. I want to make sure I got enough energy. I'm eating breakfast so I can think right. You know what I'm saying? You have to ask yourself, why am I doing a certain thing? Like if you know you are in a relationship and you in the car with somebody you're about to cheat with, like you need to ask yourself, what am I doing? You know, I love God. I know God loves me. You know what I'm saying? And I know God loves this person over here. Like you have to love God more, you know, like, especially if that's your brother and sister in Christ, and you know, you're about to fall into temptation with them. You need to understand like God loves them and has a plan for them. Please don't interrupt their plan in your moment of weakness. You know, you got to love God more than your flesh and you have to uh, practice this. This is not an easy thing. You know, you got to practice this thing. I mean, I think once you practice it enough, it kind of, 
you know, it's like a bicycle, you know, it's just, you're going to remember how to do this thing every day. Um, but you still have to focus purposely on Christ. Like it, it's a focused purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like every day God is trying to bless you. Every day God is trying to get you to the next level. Every day God is preparing something for you. And, you know, it would really suck if you're out here just walking in your flesh all day, falling for every single temptation that just rolls your way, you know, because um, you're going to miss it. You're going to you're going to miss all the things God has for you. And it, it would it would really be painful, I'm sure, to get to heaven. And you realize, oh, man, you know, and we have a lot of stories of temptation where families have been torn apart, you know, kids born out of wedlock. They live next door to their sister and they thought it was their best friend their whole life. And then you had the funeral because the parent dies. And now you realize, hey, I had a whole family. But because such and such fell into temptation, they lied their whole life and and lived in the dark space, you know. And now there's this darkness over a family, you know. Now you got other kids that are born and they don't they they don't have to, you know, they can't go rock with their grandparent or their grandkid. Because there's some, some shame that comes with all this sin that people do you know just falling into temptation like one night you know can change your whole life um we've seen it with the pastors you know especially during covid you know people got exposed why because they fell into temptation you know things change stress comes you know pandemic shows up and now all of a sudden you know i got somebody back here um in the green room what you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we doing? So, it, I mean, I had so many questions during COVID. It was ridiculous. But it's like, whatever your weakness is, um, you need to really remember that God loved you so much. He sent his son to die, you know, and there is no um, temptation that will befall you that you can't overcome, like it says in First Corinthians. So uh, we really have to lean into God, love God more. And I say walk in gratitude. I think gratitude will change that whole attitude of falling into temptation. You know what I'm saying? Like you see the Reese cup or a double scoop of strawberry and be like, you know, <clears throat> I love myself more. You know what I'm saying? I love myself more. I can go get some regular strawberries. You know what I'm saying? And me and God can really power up right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, sometimes you gotta, you really gotta just remember like Christ died so that we would have life and life more abundantly. So it's not just you're out here just living because you're just here. It's like, no, God has some great things in store for you. And um, I'm telling you, temptation will, um, uh, it, it's, it's, it's sinning. You know what I'm saying? It's going to cause you to fall into sin. Like I said, the wages of sin are death. And that's literally what happens. Like something's going to die. You know, maybe it's your relationship after you fall into temptation. It's going to die. You know, maybe it's you because you're doing the wrong thing. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to end up dying because you know, you're going to get yourself addicted something you know because the flesh always wants to die oh um, you know so i don't know i would say love god follow jesus and uh, walk in gratitude those are my top three things i think that will help you to resist temptation as the bible says resist temptation not running up on somebody because you're mad about what they said that's not you resisting temptation it's okay to walk away you know if somebody makes you mad or upset or bumps your shoulder it's okay to walk away if you heard all oh, he said, she said, woo, 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 I need to go. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't need to find out nothing. You need to let that go. You know what I'm saying? Don't call people all hyped up. Huh? This girl said this or this dude said that. Or if I see him, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. 
We're going to resist the temptation to gossip. We're going to resist the temptation to fight. We're going to resist the temptation to go down there and whoop up on somebody. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're going to resist the temptation to get on the internet and talk a lot of trash. We've seen this a lot. Like, people have lost their life jumping on the live, popping off at the mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-uh. So, yeah, we have to let let our pride go. Know that we are weak. Know that God is strong. Know that we need God. And we need to learn to love ourselves and God way more than we do. And, um, yeah, man, and just be grateful for the life we have and the things we have and what we get to do. And I'm glad you brought up the fact, you know, about you and your wife and your um, your your health journey. Like, that's that's super important. Like, when God gives you a partner, like, you have a partner for life. That's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Y'all should be together forever, like, thick and thin, whatever this is about to look like, you know? And here's the thing. As soon as you try to judge your partner, you never know what happened to you, you know? So, you know, you can sit there and point the finger like, oh, you done lost all your uh, your, your muscles. You know, I was in, listen, them biceps and them abs gone. What you doing, brother? And it's like, and then here you go over here. Your hips done spread from the east to the west. You know what I'm saying? Everything sagging, sagging. I mean, you know, so it's like, we need to just love each other more. Uh, and definitely love God more and be grateful for what we have because we have we've been blessed all of us are blessed super super blessed and uh, we have to remember remember that remember that so those are great ones uh the, the, the bring up uh before we go uh, get out of here improve self-control I think we, we, we talked about it but I think mm-hmm. that is key you have to you have to come up with a concrete plan to fight temptation let's let's be very clear and self-control is hard dice you, you you brought it up you talked about you know the lust of the eye you talk about the temptation of not buying that candy bar not buying that ice cream so if you don't improve and, and recognize and come up with a concrete plan okay i need to get better in this area i need to make sure that i hold myself accountable and that people know i want to be held accountable in this area for my self-development spiritually and holistically, I would argue not even if it's not even spiritually, holistically, like you just want to get better. So self-control mm-hmm. is one that I want to say. Definitely uh, keep in mind. Um, the next thing I would say is <laughs> uh, I can't I can't I can't preach it enough. Accountability. Get others involved. If you continue to have this sinful nature and continue to, to, to bite the fruit, <laughs> as a lot would say, and no one knows about it, you're going to continue to bite the fruit. So you have to get others involved. You have to have an accountability system to know, to your point, yeah, when we go out, okay, boom. If I get out of pocket or if I see such and such, grab me, yoke me up. Boom. When we go, when we go to the hotel, I need you to come do a sweep of the hotel. I need you to make sure my, my TV's locked or ain't nobody in the room because that's the thing that happens too as well. Here's an extra, uh, extra key. Right. Here's an come extra key. Through, come through. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, the other thing I want to say is, you know what helped me? <laughs> We, we live in a technology world now. Use technology. So there's apps out there. When I was struggling with porn on my phone and, and stuff like that, I would put locks on my phone to where I couldn't search anything over in the, on the internet. But also there were apps um, that would help me and that would send me daily scriptures or send me the daily words of encouragement to help fight that uh, temptation. So it was like every time I would uh, go to a, a Google search, Mm-hmm. Some would pop up and say, hey, what you doing today? What you surfing? What you thinking about surfing? So 
use technology. No, that's seriously, there's apps out there that you can put uh, blocks on your phone, blocks on your laptop, but also uh, send you encouraging words, send you words to help you fight that temptation. So not only are you praying daily, but even in the process while you're building up your strength to be stronger and not looking at these things and surfing the internet for these things, you have different apps that will help you avoid some of the challenges and the temptations that you know you struggle with. So, mm-hmm. yeah, those are uh, th- those are those are uh, some good things I want to share. Um, and I think if, if between the, the the things we've given you guys today, you, you, listen, you got to keep God involved. Yeah. You got to make sure that you want to. And, 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 and oh, one thing I forgot, you got to want to change. So let's be very clear. <laughs> no, no, I don't think I, I don't think we I don't think we talked about that, guys. Wait a minute, you got to want to change too, though. Not me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah, you gotta, you gotta want to change. If you don't want to change, and you don't want to put the work in, because this is work. So let's be very clear. What mm-hmm. we gave you guys some practical tips and some things that will help you, but you still have to want to do it, and you mm-hmm. still have to do it. So it's going to take work. This wow. might not happen overnight. This work? might be a, a three month journey. Gotta, we gotta work. Oh yeah, yeah, you gotta work. Yeah, you gotta work. It's like building your relationship with God. We're constantly reading our word every day. We're constantly uh, studying devotionals every day, meditating every day. We're putting the work in because we understand that this is a, a ongoing process. This 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 thing won't stop because you'll overcome this temptation, but there's something else will come in your way. So that's why I said the self-control is something you got to get a hold of real soon. Um, because if you don't get a hold of that, listen, it, it's going to make your, your life a living, a living hell. Let's be very clear. A living yeah. hell. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, no, DJ I, Focus Dice. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I'm no. I, I like you. You were talking about the focus, and I'm like, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So it's important that you face your heart towards God. You know, because it, it translates and it goes into the rest of your your world. You know, once you have Christ in your heart, you know what I'm saying. So it's like it's easier to apply His Word when you are focused on Him more. So mm-mm. I appreciate those three. That was good. Yep. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Uh, we're going to go to a quick uh, break. We're coming right back with our closing thoughts. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. Sirius XM Channel 154. We appreciate y'all rocking with us this uh, Monday morning. Uh, another hot show in the books, Dice. I mean... Ooh, that temptation is off the chain. You know what I'm talking about? That temptation. Woo. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, listen, don't y'all judge me about my uh, food temptation uh, challenges. You know, y'all just pray for me. Uh, but uh, yeah, definitely. That's my biggest one uh, is food. You know, it's just delicious. But uh, we still need. Mine too. Mine <laughs> too. Listen, I love how you say that's, that's my, my biggest, biggest one. one. Like I ain't over here on a whole fitness journey. Like I ain't over here th- daydreaming about some Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you said all the time you, you like, got well, jokes. Feel so good. I'm like, yeah, donuts do feel really good, don't they? But um, you know, mm-hmm. these these things hurt us. You know what I mean? And we just have to remember First Corinthians ten and thirteen that no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. You know, but God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. He will also, second part, provide you a way out. So that's why we we need to stay filled with the Holy Spirit. Stay filled with the Holy Ghost because even in the midst of you making a horrible decision, it's okay to be tempted. That's a very normal thing. God knew that, but he provides a way out, which is just 
you making a sound decision based off of his word and his promises that he's given to you. And so that's why you got to lean into the Lord when you feel like you're being tempted, you know, so don't beat yourself up for wanting things you shouldn't want, but you do need to remember what God says about that. <laughs> okay. Facts. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty cool. That was a good one. And some of y'all uh, are, are being tempted to get into uh, toxic relationships that you know you ain't oh, supposed right. to be a part of. So continue to pray for. No, 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 Dice. You need to talk I'm about married. it now. Come I on now. We over here uh, as your co-host. I'll be like, why you throw shots every day? <laughs> shots fired. Like, oh, Lord. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> but the funny thing about it, Dice, is this is not just the singles. Hey. We have married couples that are living toxic relationships and not building and growing and resting on God's promises and making sure that they keep God at the center of the marriage. So you have all this just confusion, and tox- toxicity, and just it's, it's just a bunch of mess. So I, I just I speak that because I want people to understand that, listen, we got to get better, especially believers, mm. you know, non-believers. I know y'all might not be there yet if y'all listen to us right now, but I'm talking about people, uh, church folks mm. that's going to church every weekend, that's getting a good word and then leaving and not changing. You get that good word and you don't even try to change. Mm. You know, you got a slick mouth, ladies. You know, you got a slick mouth, fellas. We got to stop talking to each other sideways and cussing each other out and, and thinking that uh, all this toxic communication is effective. It's not. And it's tearing down households because what does it do? Trickle down to the kids. Mm. So then now you got kids, too, as well, to continue to see mom and daddy arguing, mm. cussing each other out, hooping and fighting. And then we ain't talked about the, uh, 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 the, the fighting and all that stuff. We ain't going to get in that. That's a whole other conversation. But I'm just saying, um, just resisting the temptation of talking uh, to each other in, in the wrong way. That's all I'm saying, Dice. So yeah, just that's that. Seriously, I, I, I think, really believe I that people just, are tempted first before they even fun. do it, before they even get into that. They're stuff. not having enough fun. And they're definitely not having enough sex. They think, they're not having enough oh, yeah. fun because as soon as I say one thing, yeah, well, talk about that, yeah, yeah, Dice. Lord, help me. When I pop all kinds of say something sideways, my husband's like, I'll, "I'll drag you into this bedroom. I promise." And I'll be like, "What?" <laughs> What? <laughs> and I just turn up. Yeah. I'm not yeah, having uh, fun. It's not enough it's, uh, fun. They, it's, it's, yeah. it's, this ain't your enemy. You know what I'm saying? This person ain't your enemy. And I know we've had that talk before. At all. And that, you know, I think when you have those types of seeds in your heart towards your mate, your loved one, your husband and your wife, that this person is not my enemy, you will not be tempted to just treat them any kind of way. Or you won't be tempted to go run out on them because you realize this is my partner for life. You know, this is, a, this is me. Nice. I'm looking at me. This This is the other part of me. The gift that God gave me. So it, you don't, you ain't, you ain't gonna be tempted when you realize God gave you a gift. So I think that's the revelation we're not getting when it comes to that. Like, yeah, ain't nobody tripping out here on anything God gave me. Like, no, mm-mm. nothing's better than what God gave you. Period. So yeah, they gotta. We we'll nice. have to have a talk about that because I didn't. I I never think about married couples being tempted because I'm just always tempted to go hang out with my husband, knowing I got things to do. So. Um, well, you, you know why? You know why? And I am too as well. It's funny, and you, you know, you, you've you've been in a, uh, you know, in our household, and you know, yeah, me and my wife. That's my best friend. Like, yeah, I'm kicking it with her. I'm doing things with her. E- even when we fall out, like you say, we we don't even stay fall out long either. Ain't, ain't none of that. Yeah, okay. At the end of that, where you going? What you want to eat? Where you going to go? You, you, yep. You're not mad. Are you? No, 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 no. I'm not. Like, yeah, no. Mm-mm. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. weird. So it's weird to me. I mean, I, when you said it, I just was like, that's not happening, is it? <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's a real thing. Listen, uh, we want to shout out our uh, playing yeah. James too as well. Uh, trap chiller. 
Trap Trilogy is out right now. Stop playing. Make sure you uh, run those numbers up for my brother. Um, what I, what I love about him, man, I, I, I would call him a vet in the game. I love him sharing his transparency of uh, knowing that God had called him to do something different. Uh, not only when it came to, to ministry, when it comes to uh, rapping, but also with his uh, trap theology uh, brand and what that represent and, and what it spoke to to the streets. And him saying he was thinking about giving up rapping because when he first came out, he didn't feel like uh, people received him to the level he thought they should have received him at, even though he had did mainstream and switched over to CHH. He said he was always getting talked about about his voice and his cadence and everything about rapping and whatnot. Um, but I'm grateful uh, that he stayed uh, the course. Yeah, if, if you didn't get anything else out of that, stay the course. Mm-hmm. Uh, God has called us all to do something different. And everybody, it ain't going to be for everybody. But it's going to touch a lot of people. And I know that uh, Plain James Ministry, this trap theology ministry is touching people uh, in the streets uh, that a lot of other people probably can't touch. So I, I listen, salute to him. I appreciate him being a vet in the game and uh, just doing good kingdom business. So, uh, yeah, shouts out to my brother, Plain James. Listen, uh, that's it, Dice. We got to get out of here. Uh, we, we Listen, uh, y- y'all want to tap in. Uh, we, we on fire right now. I'll be honest with you. These next uh, shows, uh, you want to tell somebody, tweet somebody, because they're going to be off the chain. We back from break. Let everybody know we back from break. The Fix Squad is back on the air. Listen, follow us on all social media platforms at The Fix Radio Show. That's D-A-F-I-X-X Radio Show. Uh, follow uh, Dice's Christian Hip Hop brand. Stop playing. CHH University. Go buy some merch. She got Follow Jesus merch. She got CHH University merch. She got teeth. She got mugs. Dice, what you got? What you got? said from hats to hoodies to shirts to socks to even uh kitchen napkins bro like we we have went all the way through the house the goal is to honor god in every single home and to definitely have um an unspoken type of evangelism going on you know just when you're out and about and you don't get a chance to speak to people but even as you're walking by just them seeing a shirt that you have on that says, uh, you know, trust God, you know, like you will be uh, reminded that, that God is out here in these streets. So I just encourage each and every person to stop by www.chhuniversity.com and it uh, it's all for the love of Jesus. So we're just out here spreading this word, keeping the mission going. You know, that's it. That's it. So mm-hmm. visit us today. Visit us today. Definitely will be something over there that you like. We have plenty of things to, for gifts. You know, every 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 holiday, every holiday we got some gift ideas over here. So check us out. That's good. Listen, as always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.